Welcome to Ghetto Blaster Magazine's Best Song Ever Podcast. My name is Brian LeBen, and alongside me, as always, is my dear, dear cousin, Luke LeBen. How you doing today, Luke? I'm extremely patriotic. I'm a good American boy because we just had our, our country's birthday. Happy birthday, America. Yeah, happy birthday. Get a job. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta kick you out of my house. Come on, man. Yeah, when, when are you start going to start providing for us yeah you suck yeah plymouth, america we didn't land on plymouth rock plymouth rock landed on us I don't, I don't know that you should be saying that yeah probably not um did you see there were some protesters that climbed the statue of liberty base to protest trump's immigration policy i didn't but that's awesome yeah it was it was pretty cool on the fourth of july good for you people yeah and in a completely unrelated note i wanted to tell you a little something that happened to me today i had a fun experience oh boy uh i was at the gym this morning brag yeah impressive huh and on the speakers comes this song that jolted my memory back to uh middle school yeah they always play like early 2000s stuff uh and this was 90s because i'm older than you but um so it's been established on the podcast i don't have memories like very ver- rarely do I remember anything, especially like from middle school time. I think you might be a host from Westworld. <laughs> Maybe that's why you don't. Someone uh, wiped you. The reveries. <laughs> that's a good Jeffrey Wright. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so, Cotton Eye Joe comes on, oh, and God. I'm like, whoa! I have not heard this song in forever, but I very distinctly remember being in middle school, being at a dance. Mm-hmm. Cotton Eye Joe comes on, and I'm like. This song is fucking awesome. <laughs> You're turned down for what? And then, like, the next day, I got on whatever file sharing service was before Napster. I can't remember <laughs> the name. And I downloaded that, like, right away. I, I very, very distinctly like remember this. It was probably, like, LimeWire or BearShare or Kazaa. Those were the yeah, ones I Yeah, something like that. I thought it maybe have been LimeWire, but that was after Napster. Yeah, that was a little bit later. This would have had to be around 96 97 i'm not sure what it was but uh but yeah that's the power of music you know what i mean like this this to create these create these connections and memories and i was thinking more about that dance and i remember the coolio song like one two three four get your woman on the floor do you remember that song at all really and uh it can even bridge these synapses in my brain and i have no memories so well that's the thing with memories and that happens to me when i get older as i get older that like just random things will pop into my head now like sometimes mm-hmm. completely unprompted i'm just like for some reason it makes me remember oh i did this stupid thing in middle school or whatever yeah but i feel like i never forgot cotton eye joe yeah i didn't forget the song never forget yeah never forget <laughs> hashtag never forget cotton eye joe um but I think that's what we want to do with this podcast, right? We want to introduce songs as good as Cotton Eye Joe. We want to play songs that yeah. people are going to be like, I need to listen to that. Or I need to l- check out when this album comes out. That's what I hope for in my songs. And I feel like today my lineup is pretty solid. You have the Cotton Eye Joe of best song ever? I've I've got like four Cotton Eye Joes over here. Whoa. So that... <laughs> That uh, group that made Cotton Eye Joe is named Rednecks, but with an X. But mm-hmm. they're from Sweden, 
and they all assumed false names like the Ramones, like Mary Lou, Billy Joe, like, <laughs> but they're really actually Swedish people. I feel like I knew that, and there was some TV show where they where Cotton Eye Joe was a big part of it, and it's when you're talking about this, I'm like feel like i remember that fact coming up that they were not american because i would have thought they were too i know so yeah guys go check out cotton eye joe <laughs> all right well we're gonna get started here this is best song ever brian and i each pick some of our favorite new songs and present them to each other and you're gonna hear our genuine reactions because we do it in secret and so if i play a song brian likes he's gonna say papa likey and he plays one i really love i'm gonna say lordy lordy barry gordy that gives a point to the person playing the song, and at the end, we're going to tally up the points, and the loser will face their punishment. How about the loser has to have a continuous Cotton Eye Joe dance party yeah. until we record the next episode? That's all you can listen to. Yeah. You, on repeat, all the time. If you survive to the next episode, because that <laughs> yes. would drive one insane. I'm, I'm in. So. Maybe you would just like it. I the, don't know. <laughs> no. The loser, on repeat, listens to Cotton Eye Joe. That's it. That's all you can listen to. C-E-J all day, every day. All right, I'm That's down. also a radio station I want to start where we play C-E-J all day, every day. <laughs> that sounds like a great plan to me. So, I'm going to get us started. Do it. And um, I'm not going to start us off with Rednecks or Cotton Eye Joe. I am going to get us started with Mitski, the recording project of Mitski Miyawaki. Um, Why are you laughing? This is Mits- Mitski because... Uh, what song is this that you're playing? No, Sorry. Nobody. Oh, okay. Because uh, the other night uh, my girlfriend was playing and she just got uh, Spotify Premium. And so she's not used to like which one's the song name and which one's the band name. She's like, oh, I heard this song you'll like. And I'm like, what's the band? She's like, Geyser. Uh-huh. And then I'm like, we listened to half of it. And I'm like, wait, I feel like I've heard this. And then... I'm like, wait, who is it again? She's like, Mitsiki? And I was like, it's Mitski. I know Mitski. <laughs> yes. Yes, you know Mitski. You love Mitski. I love Mitski. I do too. Um, little background on Mitski. She was born in Japan to an American father and Japanese mother. She lived in 13 countries throughout her uh, young life before settling in New York for college. Uh, she created two albums while in music school, and they were kind of more piano and orchestrated based. I haven't heard them hmm. actually, but it sounds interesting. But then in 2014, she put out "Bury Me at Makeout Creek," which had a much more rock influence, and I loved that album yeah. so much back in 2014, and have been glued to her output, which uh, has been every pretty much every two years yeah. uh in 2016 she came out with puberty too which was awesome it gave her uh, a nice big hit with your best american girl and she's back again in 2018 with uh, another full length coming in august it's called be the cowboy which is a weird <laughs> name for for an album and she uh kind of does that saint vincent thing where uh it seems like this time she's assuming another kind of identity or a persona nice. for it and she wants to have uh this album be from the perspective of a woman in control and she says it's a very controlled icy repressed woman who is starting to unravel and this song is very dancey but also very lonely 
and you can kind mm. of see some of those strings unraveling. So let's get the, this party started with Mitski and the song Nobody. My God, I'm so lonely, so I open the window to hear sounds of people, to hear sounds of people. Venus, planet of love, was destroyed by global to give that a lordy lordy barry gordy the key change is what really i was like okay i definitely have to yeah loved that whole part uh just the sort of rising with the key change uh a lot of interesting stuff going on there um as mitski always does you know kind of slow builds into something like harder rocking but that was more slowly building into the dancey thing but it was cool because the whole piano and just her voice kind of reminded me of not exactly like this, but the sort of 
uh, Zoe Deschanel, she and him type crooner, mm-hmm. uh, old like piano style. But then since it's Mitski, she works in some like hard rocking moments. Like I feel like they were like really quick where it would be like, Doo, and that would just go into the dancing for sure. Uh, and then the dancey part was cool too. So yeah, a lot of cool uh, styles going on here. Yeah, reading about how her first two albums that she made the first one was like all piano centric and then the second one was more like orchestrated uh songs and i feel like that to me i remember her very much for bury me at makeout creek so i'm Mm -hmm. like she's a rock star that's you know that's what it seems new to me but it's probably but it's going back to what she used to do somewhat exactly and marrying things together uh and making a interesting synthesis out of the different uh, paths she's taken so far it's interesting that you say that about the vocals because her uh, longtime producer patrick highland talked about how when they were recording the album and recording specifically the vocals they kept coming back to an image of someone alone on a stage singing solo with a single spotlight trained on them in an otherwise dark room. That's yeah, what they said. Totally. And, and I feel like it kind of does have this like big operatic or not mm-hmm. operatic, but like musical moment of like a big solo. Yeah. But also they talk about how on a lot of the songs they'll have the music swell over the vocals and kind of create this tension between music and voice. And so I'm pretty interested to hear the entire thing, especially based on the couple singles that they've put out so far. Yeah. Well, Geyser, the other song, like I was saying, is that kind of slow build into Mm -hmm. a hard rocking. Not very different from this, I feel like. So, yeah, I'm interested to hear it, too. Mitski, you just keep getting better. We love you. That was Mitski with Nobody from Be the Cowboy, which is out August 17th on Dead Oceans. And I'm going to move it and pass it along to you. Now you be the cowboy, sir. Be the cowboy. Now you be the cowboy. Become the cowboy. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. I want to be the cowboy. Some of those cowboys are not good folk. All right. Well, I was saying to you before we started that it feels like it's been a long time since we recorded and mm-hmm. it has been a, a little while and since then, this this song and the other songs with it that have come out on this album, I have been obsessed with. Just constantly listening to these three songs that have come out from this album. And uh, yesterday I was talking to you about Chris Oric, Detroit rapper. Um, mm-hmm. His new album from this year had some songs produced by LaRange, yes. which... I, I originally called him La Orange, <laughs> and then I figured, oh, it's French. You know, I'm a French person. I can uh, say right. this. It's La Orange, but then um, La Orange. But then that makes more sense, and that's how Chris Oric says it on his album. So it's La Orange. That's how I'm gonna say it. Um, but La Orange is a amazing hip hop producer, one of my favorites currently making music, and uh. He's amazing at using that old school style, very sampled bass, the dusty samples, and turning them into these just eclectic compositions that are just infectious and awesome. And uh, he had a great album in 2016 with Mr. Liff. I don't know if you ever listened to that one. I did, yeah. It's awesome. He had an album last year with the likes of Elzai, Odyssey, and Del the Funky Homo Sapien. So he's worked with some legendary figures of indie hip-hop and his new project he's joined forces with uh north carolina mc solemn brigham 
to make Marlowe. Have you heard any of this stuff? No, yet? not at all. Oh, I'm so excited. Because, I'm so excited. Um, the Like I said, they have three singles out, and everyone is really different. And on all of them, Brigham just gives like an astounding powerhouse performance. Mm-hmm. And uh, like I uh, was playing it for my girlfriend, and she said what I was thinking that it reminds me of the avalanches because he works in like some different audio samples. There's a great one on mm-hmm. Lost Arts where this guy goes, I am out of here. <laughs> it cracks me up. Every Sounds time. great. But um, so the first single was Lost Arts. That's got like sort of an Asian influence, more of a traditional rap verse by Brigham. Then Demonstration has it's more like a rock influence with like a screeching electric guitar. And then this one has kind of like a bluesy rock soul feel uh they use like samples from the civil rights era and that's some of the music that was really inspiring brigham and uh i haven't heard the whole album yet but it comes out next friday july 13th and i'm if if the rest of the songs are like these ones it's gonna be one of my favorites so let's get into it and we'll talk more after here's marlo with the basement it's not the drink man you keep your nerves steady that place ain't like it used to be. How did you get here? What is this place? Call a doctor, call a proctor, call a father, call who's listening. I'm the problem. Start the drama. Where's my conscience? Not with this again. You Milo? Yeah? Call a doctor, call a proctor, call your mama, call who's listening. I'm the problem, I'm the drama. Where's my conscience? Not with this again. Now I started this and I'll finish it. I brandished this for remembrance. When I wore the pick with the power fist, put some hours in, made you bow to this. Got a lot on my lid, been trying to let off the steam. Bring you into the sea, bust a hole through the screen. All the rough I've been through, just to land in the green. Got a plethora of things that help me cope when I need. I try not to get you. Couple holes in the teeth. Won't wait for you, but time waits for me. Meant nothing to you. My dimes made you see. Flew the country to groove and brought it back to the sea. Causing problems. Far from conscious. Not imposter. I'm my father. Man, some images can't be doctored. Man, I'm checking off the same old boxes. Causing problems. Far from conscious. Not imposter. I'm my father. Man, some images just can't be doctored man you miss it you'll never get to cop it again and she'll never want me again she'll never want me again it's true no it's all true call your partner call me proper i'm the one that makes sure we'll prosper many faces never gain no oscar cool cause the deal made don't no longer gotta be way too chill for the drama even made promises i know i never honor i believe strange things go and get some superstition oranges the new brigham treat that like a new religion hit them with some different pitches they just keep mood shifting when the plot gets thicker i come in with lack of thinner used to dream of having spin a solemn beat not chipper i don't play fence a sip and make my brain bigger all the changes far from stainless call me hate but don't call me faithless I've been spacing I might call you wasted Talk my language Maybe solve my anguish Common places Got no common spaces Call it off Another fall from greatness Time you wasted I stole all my bases One more Then it's back to the basement Causing problems Fall from conscious Not imposter I'm my father Man, some images 
can't be doctored Man, I'm checking off the same old boxes Causing problems, far from conscious Not imposter, I'm my father Man, some images can't be doctored Man, you miss it, you'll never get to cop it again and she'll never want me again She'll never want me again All the changes, far from stainless Call me hating, but don't call me faithless I've been spacing, I might call you wasted Talk my language, maybe solve my anguish Common places, got no common spaces Call it off, another fall from greatness Time you wasted, I stole all my paces One more, then it's back to the basement Everybody was closing in on me I didn't know which way to turn. Provided you get me a warm dressing jacket right away. Slippers, too. I'm, I'm freezing. Here, follow me. There's a fire inside. Papa Likey, that song. Yes, I was going to be very disappointed in you if you did. Yeah, th- I would be stupid if I did not Papa Likey that song. Um, yeah, it was fantastic, of course. Uh, Larange production is right. incredible. I love it so much. Going back and forth between um like those bluesy soul old soul um guitars and yeah. the beat and it could be so easy to be lost as a rapper in that production like overtaken mm-hmm. by how incredible the music was but he's not lost at all he's in the forefront right. shining bringing it hard like you said and i really like that song a lot it's a different kind of sound than i've really heard from larange as well which is interesting to me yeah his stuff's more like polished and smooth a lot of the times and this had an edge to it which i really liked so um very excited to check the rest of these songs out and the album when it comes out yeah you're gonna love those other songs too they're so great but i'm just just thinking about the two parts of this where like you're saying being brigham and getting a LaRange beat like that, I feel like it would, you could be overwhelmed by it, but you could also be very inspired by it because it's so awesome. And then I just picture LaRange like seeing what he does with each of these and being like, whoa, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, but uh, like Marlo seems to maybe be this fictional protagonist they kind of mentioned in the press release, hmm. but um, that one seems like it is kind of Brigham like he references himself in it. So I think that might be kind of autobiographical, but he talks about like revolution in the other uh, songs. And I feel like this, he's sort of this revolutionary figure who's recognizing his flaws in this song. Like he says, far from stainless. He talks about like some might call you wasted and I'm my father and things like that, mm-hmm. which I read, you know, as him like recognizing his flaws, But then he's like, I'm the one who makes sure we prosper and like talking about how far he's come and like the good that he's doing. And um, I just think it's an interesting concept because I feel like a lot of the times people have a hard time, especially with like a social or revolutionary sort of cause, acknowledging how humans are complicated and flawed. And if Mm -hmm. if a person has some contradiction in their life or something then it taints the whole cause or whatever but he's i like this idea of like this revolutionary figure who's doing a lot of good but he's also very flawed he also might drink too much and have some bad traits but yeah i also picked up on that but kind of thought potentially it could be how 
outside people perceive him because of who he is as opposed to necessarily actual flaws that he possesses like maybe these are people painting a picture of him before they have any idea who he is as Mm. a person yeah um i don't know i don't know what's right i didn't write it that's a good interpretation and um the video is really cool it's just like him driving like an uber and different people coming in and out of his uh cab and he's like singing along sometimes but yeah i like that interpretation i could see that where it's like yeah sort of judging it by its cover and um not really seeing who who he really is but yeah you got to hear these other songs i can't wait for this album and this has sent me you know i go through cycles um Mm -hmm. but i was on a big punk kick and now i was just listening to marlo a bunch and it on spotify radio sent me down this whole wormhole of great indie hip-hop from 2018 and so Mm. now i'm on a big hip-hop kick oh fun (laughs) all thanks to them so thanks marlo uh so that was marlo with the basement from marlo out july 13th on mellow music group well i hope you're not totally out of your punk kick because i have one of my favorite punk bands making music right now next i'm not okay great um this is the uk punk band muncie girls they're getting ready to put out their sophomore album uh i absolutely loved their debut album from kaplan to bell size and um now they are coming out with their sophomore album and it finds them kind of i I feel like it's like a pokemon evolved version you know how Mm. like the original Pokemon is awesome, right? But then they evolve into this... Motherfucker talking about Pokemon like he knows <laughs> something. What do you know about Pokemon? I played Pokemon Go a little bit. Oh, okay. uh, <laughs> but, um, but, you know, like, I, I was trying to think of... Uh, like they were a Squirtle and now they're a War Turtle? Yeah, and I... Because I love so much the sound they had on their debut album, and mm-hmm. I don't want to diminish that at all. And, like, that sound is is really great. But this finds, like, all of their strengths enhanced. Mm. And, um, you know, all of their levels uh, heightened. And I feel like besides kind of accentuating their strengths, they've also built upon it and are finding themselves going a more adventurous route in their sound. Mm. It's more varied throughout. They cite the replacements, uh, Sushi and the Banshees and the Pastels as influences throughout this. So that's kind of a varied group of influences as well. Yeah. And uh, singer-songwriter Land Hecht played bass and guitar on the album, which kind of seems mm. to have, uh, she said, influenced her songwriting. The melodies are, are more interesting and varied, but she still uses a lot of personal issues in her songs, but expands it to being political so Mm. that combination of personal and political and blurring the lines there because you know the personal now is political and uh like for example she has a song about her own father which doubles as this indictment of uh men who use patriarchy to help dodge responsibilities uh she has another song about her time going through the mental health system for anxiety mm. which also doubles as a critique of how underfunded and ineffective systems can be and the song we're going to listen to is about her giving up drinking not being and not being around the wrong people anymore but it can kind of double as this inspiration for any difficult 
or positive change in anyone's life. It starts talking about how falling down can be a rough start. Mm. And uh, I love that line of sometimes you think of falling down as the end, but they switch it and it's the start. It's the beginning. Yeah. So this song shows a different side of the band. It's a more contemplative. Uh, it's one of the a handful of songs that um, isn't a total ripper, but oh, okay. it still kind of rips. Because that's what I think of them as, some ripping pop punkish. And type stuff. there are s- great, great songs like that, but um, this one is, is a little different. So let's take a listen to Muncie Girls with Falling Down.
to give that a lordy lord bear gordy um and i could see that song going full out turned up to 11 yes but they keep it at like an eight or nine in the chorus there i was kind of like feeling like i it was already a little more upbeat than i was expecting when you're saying you know it's going to be contemplative i was thinking it was going to be kind of slow for them but yeah for them and it was yeah it was like just toned down nice guitar picking part in the verses great classic pop punk melodies uh i loved loved her vocals on there and uh then i was like oh this is gonna get really big in the chorus but and it kind of does but still is kind of toned down um I really liked that a lot. Yeah. And adjust, 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 retrust, retrust, retrust. Yep. That's Sometimes what we're all doing. That's yeah. what you got to do. Yeah. I feel like instead of like going up in like volume, they just move outward in adding interesting yeah. guitar parts and different melodies. The bridge was awesome. I really um, loved the drums in the chorus yes, too. Absolutely. That really made it kind of bigger without like you're saying just outward without going too overboard yeah yeah and we've talked on here before about how um songs that withhold like what you think or expect or want um are are sometimes the the best songs and i feel like that does this does that it you feel like it's gonna get just cranked up and and they, they draw it back and i i love that a lot in the chorus, she uh, also talks about um, how she doesn't want to be polite to bigoted guys anymore, and um, she's going to stop smiling when it doesn't feel like the right thing. Yeah. And um, I uh, draw meaning to that because my wife, feel- Amy, feels she's like... She's a raging bigot. <laughs> exactly. Right. No, no, no. <laughs> she feels like she has to smile all the time, and like I feel like women feel this need to have like not quote resting bitch face which is unfortunately like well and you've heard that and i've heard many of my female friends and my girlfriend kyle said before someone has said to them like oh you need to smile or right smile like no you can express your emotions as you as you see fit and i think that that draws uh back into the meaning of the song which is like she needs to be truer to herself like mm-hmm. and she needs to be real and uh to make a change in who you are you need to change who you are you know yeah and um sometimes you do what people expect or want you to and that's not what's best for you so well and that's uh, the thing in the age of trump now it's like sometimes you people are like doing something that's not okay and you just don't have the energy (laughs) it's like Mm -hmm. i just don't even want to get into that with you right now but at the same time you want to be like i can't let this go on i don't want you thinking this is okay i don't want to be a party to that but sometimes it just gets so exhausting to try and tell people that they're they're fucking up it's it's true Luckily, the Muncie girls are here to give us a soundtrack to confronting these types of situations and other horribleness. So that was the Muncie girls with Falling Down from Fixed Ideals, which is out August 31st on Buzz Records. I've heard the whole thing. I told you there was an album that I've been loving, that it's at the tippy top now, like top five. This is competing for the number one spot. It's incredible. It's so good. I feel like I have resting bitch face um, f- 
for sure. Like when I'm not smiling, I just look like I'm pissed off. If I'm not like full pushing out a smile, I look like that looked like you were angry. pushing out something else, if you know what I mean. <laughs> a duke. A duke, indeed. Um Alright, well I'm glad that I was considering switching my song order, but I didn't, and I'm glad I didn't because a lot of the stuff that you were saying that she had in mind uh, with that, going from the personal, political, drawing that line, uh, applies here. Uh, This is uh, a song from an L.A. musician named Steady Holiday. It's the musical project of Dre Babinski. You not familiar? I feel no. like I definitely told you about her back in 2016. So I've actually met Dre before because she played in Dusty Roads in the River Band. They oh, were okay. a band back when I was in college, and mm-hmm. they crashed at my friend's house when after a show in Detroit, and their guitarist like jumped in his pool. And um, I'm still Facebook friends with some of them, and I followed. Uh, all their different projects and she's been in a few bands that I followed, but steady holiday was like, she just made it in secret sort of just me- making music for herself. And whenever someone just makes music for themselves, it's their best work. And I love all the stuff she's put out as steady holiday. Uh, she had the under the influence uh, album in 2016 and now nobody's watching is her new album. And I feel like she's just, taking it up another level even this new song is awesome it is the titular nobody's watching the uh, first album led to her touring this is why i was gonna possibly move it up led to her touring with mitski oh weird um mitski unknown mortal orchestra and clap your hands say yeah um but yeah that was just a funny connection that we didn't know reunion tour They're probably buddies and we played them on the same <laughs> same episode trey said this about the album I've been just as affected by our current politics as anyone, but it only takes one step back to realize these same figures have been present since the beginning of civilization. This record is sort of an unapologetic way of unpacking all this discomfort for me. So like you were saying, Muncie Girls are a good soundtrack for this, uh, these feelings, and this um, album is a way to unpack it and sort of historically see that these sort of people have existed before these archetypes. And so maybe we can learn something from history, even though the circumstances are different for us. So let's take a listen to study holiday with nobody's watching.
I'll say that Papa Like You that song as well. Uh, yeah, it was like bouncy and pretty and catchy. Yeah. And uh, the description of the song didn't totally go with the like lyrical content, which I mm-hmm. always kind of appreciate. Like putting these concepts that are can be a little depressing and making it catchy and enjoyable to listen to uh no that was that was just a a really great song i like that aesthetic of of song that's uh has a lot going on but it's all blended together well and creates this nice uh atmosphere about it yeah i like it a lot yeah and that's what i just first like liked the the sound of it and uh, obviously it's very catchy but i i picked up on some lyrics like then i'll just take a little bit off the Mm -hmm. top if no one's paying attention but even just listening this time i picked up on a lot of those lyrics the different people are the same there's hunters and prey and um i i love the part where she's saying like i never thought this would happen to me um you know like i didn't think i would start but now i'm taking money from the powers that be and then it goes into that. I'll take a little off the top if no one's paying attention. And uh, I feel like that is the way it is. It's like it could kind of happen to anyone, uh, you know, you get caught up, get greedy, selfish for whatever reason. And before you know it, you're doing things that you would never you would never like to think you would do. Um, and it's a little bit of a cheesy cliche, but the old... Uh, your character is uh, who you are when no one's watching is very true because then you see these people like uh, Michael Cohen comes to mind when you look into it and mm-hmm. uncover what they were doing when nobody's watching. Uh, it's pretty insane. <laughs> and right. um, then you just you should always behave like somebody's watching. <laughs> yeah, I think that's uh, that's good. But then good. it seems like you might just be doing it because you're afraid someone will see it but god but. is watching god is watching all the time so just uh pretend oh you boy. don't have to pretend just, just know just know that god is watching the cover is like this big statue of a head and like the head's fallen off of it and it just makes me think of like thinking of these historical archetypes who do these these crazy rises to power and you know they do all these corrupt things and there's always a fall and uh the fall's coming people don't know when but it's happening hopefully soon yeah so that was steady holiday with nobody's watching from nobody's watching out august 24th on bar records well i'm gonna move along to some shy boys from kansas city missouri uh, I really hope this is the band Shy Boys. It is. Oh, okay, yeah. good. Have you listened to them at all? I've definitely heard of them. I don't know if I've actually heard their music. Yeah, they um they're getting ready to put out their sophomore album as well, and uh they're they've been a DIY do it yourself five piece and um have made music as this kind of almost tight knit family. Um, there are two brothers in the band and then three of their best friends. And, uh, the main songwriter Colin says, I have to keep shy boys alive to have a regular excuse to hang out with them and to keep the band alive. I have to write songs to be able to travel with my buddies. There has to be a new record. So it's like, just, (laughs) there you go. That's inspiration. It's, it's inspiration to write these songs and, uh, it could feel like forced, but it doesn't at all. These songs are really fantastic 
and um, the I just realized today the press release for this uh, album was written by Kevin Morby, which is what? crazy. Uh, and he was des- it well written? It was very well written, and he describes them as uh, the Beach Boys with Alex Chilton from Big Star playing oh. playing guitar, and I think that's a great description. You know, um, Children by the Millions scream for Alex Chilton to come around. Yeah, and <laughs> that's a replacement song, Alex Chilton. That's a uh, that's probably right up these shy boys' wheelhouse. Um, well, and you mentioned the replacements before, and now yeah. Alex Chilton, who is the big influence on them. We're Look, coming full circle. We're coming full circle. Also, this new album is about um, a house that the five of them lived together in for about five years when they were making uh, their first album, and uh, before you know life happens and like the main songwriter. Uh, got married and moved out and Mm. all this stuff but it's called bell house and it's about the house they lived in and um they describe it more as like a bum den than anything else a giant hole in the floor of the kitchen and uh essentially they lived in trash (laughs) and it does not sound at all like trash this this music like you're gonna hear it and say whoa whoa what this is inspired by a trash house. Well, one man's trash house is another man's treasure house. It, it's so true. Um, and I actually switched this song up because uh, that talks. Your last song talked about um, taking a little off the top, um, mm-hmm. and this is inspired by uh, a story that one of the, the the drummer in the band had of someone who. Um, essentially robbed him he uh needed money for something and then just came back with all these excuses on and on and it just really affected their relationship from there on um but it's done in a really interesting style it sounds like the zombies from the 60s walking dead oh no (laughs) yeah no (laughs) it's like (laughs) yeah it sounds like that no like uh it sounds like the zombies made a hymn like a church hymn Mm, this that sounds cool this is the most hymnist song i have heard since hearing a hymn it's uh very hymn like and it makes sense because the brothers um actually grew up singing in church choirs and that's how they got their start why they gotta be hymns why can't they be hers i mean (laughs) i'm sorry you're right hymns or hers (laughs) these are patriarchy again that's so true um and kevin morby uh he has a great bit of this you you asked how it if it was well written yeah um he he says there's an old term that's kicked around in country music called a blood harmony Mm. and how people in the same bloodline especially siblings just have this automatic incredible harmonization and you're definitely going to hear that within this hymn like song i love it i'm excited for you to hear it let's take a listen to shy boys with evil sin Speed of light 
That was beautiful. Uh, I think that's a fair assessment if the Beach Boys made a hymn. And uh, I, I related to the concept because I've had some friends in the past who I, you know, helped out, lended some money. And then uh, when it comes back, excuses, excuses. And uh, when you said your mouth's moving faster or whatever. And uh, so I, I related to that concept. Evil sin, that's the only kind of sin I know. It's the only way I know how to sin, if you know what I mean. Oh, I do, definitely. You are one of the most evil people I know. <laughs> and you sin constantly. Yes. Um, yeah. But I love that blood harmony. It was oh, beautiful. Right. Yeah. This uh, album, which I just heard today for the first time, um, the whole thing, it's uh, just full of blood harmonies all over the place. It is absolutely beautiful and catchy and it draws on the past like it does sound kind of beach boysy and um like the birds at points as well but it never sounds like it's like not authentic or not their own thing it, it's very very cool i like the the album a lot it's filled with a lot of quick hitters too like this song was mm, only two and yeah. a half minutes long there's some that only are only a minute and a half or like it's very quick listen but they just distill the songs down to like the most essential parts and it's so good like really really good um you know local natives first album gorilla manor was about the house that they lived in um i'm sure that house is pretty disgusting too yeah when you get like five guys in a band together living in a house it's gonna be pretty gross but i'm sure that that uh, that was one side of it but i'm sure to them it was also a great place to live for and sure I'm sure with that friendship and that love you know you, you don't need a clean house yeah and i i hope that you know this is this is their second album i hope that it helps them become shy men yes you know indeed. i i feel like this is going to be what really propels them to manhood yeah I relate to them. I'm a, I'm a shy boy, too. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, from these shy boys to another. Thanks, shy boys, for your song, Evil Sin, which is from Bell House, out August 3rd on Polyvinyl. Did they uh, toy with the name Shy Guys, you think? <laughs> oh, oh, for sure. <laughs> shy Guys, I think they... Uh, I think they made the right choice, though. I think so, too. Shy Guys. <laughs> we're, we're just about Shy Guys. Yeah, no, no one wants to hear <laughs> No that. one wants to listen to your music your shy guys all right i'm glad i'm finally gonna get to play this song because i i've had it for like a month and i kept pushing it back and pushing it back and it's a good follow-up to that because it's a lovely little tune this comes from fog lake which is uh the project of canadian musician aaron powell and uh he's been making music as fog lake since 2013 his uh album captain just came out this past thursday which is a weird day for an album to come out, but he just put it on Bandcamp, you know? Weird. And um, it, this this song's just sort of a lo-fi, echoey piano part and his voice and kind of singing about this relationship that ended and these uncertain feelings, like the person moved to California. And um, it, it's just the piano part and his voice and like listening to the rest of the album. I haven't listened to the whole thing. But he's got some really cool, interesting piano sounds, and uh, you'll, you'll hear it on this song. I really like it. Sort of the vintage, uh, ragtimey sort of feel to it. Um, 
but this song is also kind of sad and uh, melancholy, but beautiful. So let's take a listen to Fog Lake with California. Yeah, that was beautiful. Um, the piano sounded incredible, and I I love how it wrapped around the vocals and like almost yeah. overtook them at points. And the vocals were produced interestingly, kind of um, lo-fi recording, mm-hmm. but um, it, the the piano felt like something that is warm and en- enveloping, and I like that it did overtake the vocals like that i yeah. thought it was a cool song i'm i'm interested to spend some more time with it and there is that subtle guitar in there i forgot about that mm. i was just picking up on the piano and his voice but um yeah and he's got a very interesting voice i like it a lot yeah. it's pretty distinct um but i you know the piano is actually considered a percussion instrument and i feel mm-hmm. like he, he used that well where it like 
that is sort of the percussion of the song is just the hits of the piano. Yeah, you were bobbing along. If you bobbed along right. to that song, it was to the piano. Yeah. Um, you know, this song, like reading the lyrics, is he's saying like you fled to California. It seems like this sort of breakup or this person getting out of this relationship. And he talks about like you took the cinnamon and washed it out of your mouth. You sucked the venom, um, like sort of flushing out the old and embracing the new and he says my heart's still broken but something would have done it somehow and so it feels like i don't know it's still pretty melancholy and you know we talked about recently i like i we get a lot of happy endings sometimes in songs and i like when there's the melancholy bittersweet Mm -hmm. or just straight up not happy ending but it does feel like there's some sort of clarity in being like you broke my heart but it would have something would have done it, and yeah. so I'm not fully gonna blame you. It was kind of something that needed to happen, probably. Mm. Um, this sort of acceptance, but the cover of the album is this like gray scene of like these people on horses on a beach, and I feel like that's the perfect representation. That's the whole vibe. I get this sort of breezy, but also very sort of gray and melancholy. So, yeah, that was Fog Lake with. California from Captain out now on Stack Your Roster. All right. Well, this is my last song of the episode. And what better way to go out in an episode than playing probably my favorite song of the year so far? This is, as you said before the show, is this Greasy Ricardo? <laughs> no, well, it's not. That's why you didn't want to yeah. tell me what it was. Uh, I had shared this song on Twitter and Luke was trying to remember the name of of the person and he thought it was Greasy Ricardo. It is not Greasy Ricardo. No. This is Rome Fortune. Not, Rome at, all, Fortune. not no. at all close. This is not the song I was thinking of. Yes, it has to be. Okay. Well, we'll say it is for now, just for the show, but I don't think it is. Um, I'm also realizing now... I'm realizing now that Greasy Ricardo is just a uh, synonym for Slick Rick, so maybe that's where that came from. I do not know why I got there. So, Greasy Ricardo, a.k.a. Rome Fortune, is not alone on this song either. I don't want that to be his a.k.a. (laughs) Well, it's funny because I put his actual name as his a.k.a. Yeah, but whatever. Because his real name is pretty cool. Yeah, Rome Fortune. He's not Greasy Ricardo. Let's forget that. Uh, he's not alone. No, producing this song is a musical giant, Toro y Moi. and uh, oh boy, man, is the production on this song fantastic? And like we were talking about earlier, like imagining. Um, uh imagining rome fortune getting this song produced for him and being like whoa i have this incredible playground to play around in and then toro ima hearing what rome fortune does with it must have just been ecstatic as well the song is nasty by rico nasty so i was closer Uh, with the rico i knew the rico was in there somewhere and the nasty is where greasy comes from that makes sense uh, so Rome, Rome Fortune is uh, this experimental rapper from Atlanta. He was uh, born and raised in West Philadelphia, where he spent all, uh, most of his days, or all of his days. I don't know. However, that 
Fresh Prince song goes about West Philadelphia, born and raised. Um, I actually don't know if he's from West Philadelphia, but he, it's said born and raised in Philadelphia, so I'm like, I'm going to say it's West yeah. Philadelphia, yeah. Uh, and he moved to Atlanta and began recording music, and he's been putting stuff out ever since tw- 2012. And uh, this is the first song I have heard from him, and I love it so much, obviously, saying it's maybe my most likely my favorite song of the year uh it's just such a great party rap anthem with incredible production great rapping gets stuck in your head and i honestly have been just playing it on repeat over and over again uh i thought that it was just a random one-off single he just posted it on soundcloud but today rome fortune and tori imoi just posted a an ep a five song ep on soundcloud so this is from uh an ep which is called toro e rome volume one which is exciting because it points to potentially more volumes so i would hope so let's take a listen to the song this is rome fortunate and toro e ma with hood rich disco i ain't taking no shit if so i reckon i quit so bold, so cold on a record like this, this switch. Yeah, okay, you make a lot of money, but you overcompensate for dumb shit, huh? You're not rich. Which is when a smile on your face, base in your face, with them hips. Like this, 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 like shit, like shit, like champagne. For a damn day, late night, early morning for the campaign. Shut my eyes, hypnotized with the lines of the eyes, legs moving these shoes that I handmade. Couple hoods run the globe, got a stamp made. Couple homies and no throwing lampshade. And you know I look over the damn hate. And you know how it goes if it's man made. One time for the bay in the A, huh? I don't need the drama, no way, huh? Sweet to keep the drama, okay, huh? And take a look how my hips just sway. Hey, please don't play around like you effing with a dunce. Put it on the plate like you wanna feed me lunch. I ain't gonna lie, your love got a punch. Dance all night, be flying stunt much. The pain is a pill, we done had too much. A DJ fire, now we're just such like. I, I ain't taking no shit, if so, I reckon I quit. Little bitch, how can I be so bold, so cold on a record like this? Then switch, yeah, okay, you make a lot of money, but you overcompensate with dumb shit, huh?
Yeah, I'll give that a lordy lordy very gordy. Uh, no question. Uh, I had a very visceral reaction to that. I don't know if you saw when that first beat kicks in because it hits so hard. I was like, whoa. Yes. I was taken aback. Um, a lot of fun. Very funky. Really cool. I feel like there's a lot going on. Not what I would expect at all from Toro Imwa. So much. Yeah. Um, very it's, different from what he does with his solo stuff. For sure. And the... I, I think that's true of the whole EP, which I was listening to today. It's very strange. Like, even because um, it's a very catchy, uh, like, party rap song, but yeah. it is weird. Like, there's a lot of weird layers in there. Um, there's, like, weird voices going on, and just it goes all over the place. Yeah. And um, fantastic. But, yeah, the rest of the EP is equally weird, and uh, yeah. I love this combination. I think it's fantastic. Well, there's, like, some of that, like, funky stuff where Mm -hmm. he's kind of been working that in more you know he was more just like electronic before but i feel like his newer stuff but yeah it's uh they're bringing bringing out some things in each other and it uh worked very well together uh rome fortunes vocals are great i love that chorus it's a lot of fun so much fun i love it do so many volumes please rome and toro we really want all the volumes you have so that was Rome Fortune and Toro y Moi with Hood Rich Disco from Toro y Rome Volume 1, which is out now on SoundCloud. Go stream it or whatever. Well, I'm glad you played some positive, fun hip-hop because that's how I was going to take us out too. So now we'll just double up on it Whoa. end the show on a high note. Uh, this song comes from Boston MC michael christmas have you ever heard of him i have heard of him i yeah but i can't place him yeah so for some reason. in um 2014 he came out with this album is this art which led to him doing tours with logic and mac miller mm. so that's pretty cool right. um and you may know him from the group fudge which had the album lady Pops. yes that's, that's what i thought you would know that's where i know him from that was him in prefuse 73 and I actually reviewed it for Ghetto Blaster and did not give it a great score. So I will make it up to Michael by playing a song from his new album. You didn't like Lady Parts? I wasn't. I think I gave it an O. Oh, it was probably like a three or something. Like I thought it was. I thought it was pretty good. But yeah, it. it wasn't. I, I feel like you liked it more than I did. Mm-hmm. Um, but I I really love his new album Role Model. Michael said I had been questioning for a long time whether I'm a good role model or not. And came to the conclusion that I am a piece of shit. But who better to lead the kids through this piece of shit world than me? Awesome. So I made an album talking about the way I see things in my life as of late. While having my sisters watch me and pick up on these things themselves. So there's funny like little skits sort of in between songs. Where it'll be like his sisters talking. Like him talking to his sisters. And he's like teaching them. You know his worldview. And this album is fun and goofy but also has some emotional weight and some valuable insights. And so we're going to listen to a track called Ball, and it kind of has a joyous celebrating uh, vibe, you know, but also he touches on some, some heavier subjects as well a little bit. So let's listen to Michael Christmas with Ball. Don't leave that out. Freely and slow, my nigga ain't do shit. Hey, my nigga T-Mars is cool too. 
a scraper, fall like a laker. Fuck the latex, fall like the ball. I'm about my paper, about my mama crib where she got no neighbors. Ball. And it's slow for you old niggas when the eyeball. I told you I would ball, nigga, then the eyeball. And I might not see you later. Into my paper, God let me ball. Ball, please pass me the ball, please, so I can go off key. Spin move off three. If that shit go in, newspapers all me. Fat boy to make good. Not yet, but he stay hood. Nerdy as hell. I've been laying off the squares. Can't you tell? Feel like I need a chip. But finally not biting my nails. I'm in the air like Nimbus. Hercules, Mount Olympus. Hades plotting on me since I was a baby. He a big bitch, bitch, bitch. Now what's my favorite word? M-O-N-E-Y. Till I D-I. And if you tree I, I press the rewind. Then press the hit stick, you hit the sideline, Bobby Boucher to the bullshit, water is better, two braids, gold chain, Antarctica sweater, I'm looking like Uncle Mike, computer ball and archetype, and you can spark the blunt, as soon as I get off the flight. get a crib that's high as a scraper, ball like a Laker, fuck the Lakers, ball like the ball, I'm about my paper, about my mama crib, where she got no neighbors, ball, and it's so funny. Like Drizzy Mill with Molly Cyrus dissing rap and twerking ass like Hank Hill And then I'm supposed to act like I could take it as a joke Be hearing slot shit from them nervous white folks Don't trip, I like those that don't trip out my skin or my lips or my goals When E.T. at phone homie called me like, hold on I came back to pick my mans up, plan to jump another planet God let me ball, God let me Andre the Giant Choke slam the rap game, I'm so damn defiant Cause I'm getting high and I'm not being violent Whatever, man. I gotta get my shit together, man. Predict the rain like the weather, man. Predict them days getting better, man. God let me ball, God let me ball. Get a crib that's high as a scraper, ball like a Laker. Fuck the Lakers, ball like the ball. Like you, of course. Uh, yeah, uh, the the chorus were it was fantastic in yeah. that song, and the organ going yeah, throughout. I love that. Love organ. it so much. His kind of like stream of consciousness rap going on. Uh, yeah, fantastic. I I don't know how this escaped my uh, my grasp or my uh, knowing that it yeah. existed or anything because it's. Right up my alley. I'm excited to check this out on on the drive home after the we we're done recording yeah. here. It's it's a fun album, and I uh, I had slept on it a little bit too. I didn't realize he because I you know he's somewhat been on my radar, and I saw he had a co- released a couple singles, but I didn't realize the album came out. 
and it was on my Discover Weekly, and I loved this song. I love the line, Bobby Boucher to the bullshit. Um, <laughs> so many great lines in here. And then in the second verse, he's kind of talking about, you know, cultural appropriation, common, you know, Miley Cyrus, and uh, being like, I'm supposed to take it like a joke. And when he says something about white folks, and he says, don't get it twisted, like, I only have a problem with you if you have a problem with the color of my skin, mm-hmm. which I was watching. I think it was Hari Kondabolu's uh, stand up and he says white people. And he's like, well, white people get very uncomfortable when <laughs> I say white people. And he's like, but if you think you're the white people I'm talking about, then maybe you are. <laughs> so it's like, right. I'd be like, white people aren't used to, uh, you know, hearing that in your life. Yeah, they're oh. not used to uh, being confronted, yeah. uh, having, um, you know, truth spoken to the power that they, they have. Right. But, um, yeah, make fun of white people all you want yeah. or call them out all you Please want. Please do it. Please, Please do it th- We need to be taken down a few yeah. notches. Take us down. Um, <laughs> Take but. us all down. Um, and I love just the uh, God let me ball just feels like a can I live just like God let me ball mm-hmm. just let me do my thing and uh, you know he's just talking about like these positive changes he's laying off the cigarettes and just all, all these plans he's making from the future he said he would ball and he's gonna ball so. yeah and um, you know he's also talking about your favorite thing sports I was gonna say how do you feel about fuck the Lakers uh, so I mean, he's from Boston, so I'm sure he's a Boston Celtics person, so that's cool. I don't have necessarily a strong feeling against the Lakers, but I feel like he's probably losing his shit because uh, just this week, LeBron James announced he's going to the Los Angeles Lakers. Really? So they've gotten the best basketball player ever on their team now. Um, So I guess uh, the Lakers will fuck you. When's LeBron going to start being bad? Because he's been, like, good for a while now. Like, when's he going to stop? I don't know that he will. This is very good commentary. Uh, Did you know... From someone who knows nothing about sports. But I feel like basketball is the sport I like the most. Basketball's great. Um, Did you know that he has been in the NBA Finals every year the last eight years? Wow. On two different teams. So, will that continue... It's going to be an uphill battle against those Golden State Warriors, though, mm. who just GS added dubs. just added another great player to their roster. So anyway, I, I'm happy that you got into sports talk with me for a second. Yeah, I also love how, that line, how he says, ball like the Lakers, like sort of aspirationally using <laughs> right. them and then saying right after, fuck the Lakers, right. but I'm still going to ball like them. <laughs> right, because, I mean, it makes sense. They had Kobe Bryant for so long, and like he's... He's definitely someone you want to ball like, um, mm-hmm. and they're like a famous basketball team, you know, yeah. like they're they're the team. So the team. Also, a uh, mention of Lavar Ball in there. <laughs> Did you catch that? I didn't get that until I read the lyrics. Um, so yeah, that's that's what Michael Christmas is bringing to the table. He's uh, gonna be fun and playful, but talk about some real shit as well. So that was Michael Christmas with Ball from Role Model, out now on Fool's Gold Records. All right. That's the end. We ended up tying. Yeah. So thank God thank neither God of us have to listen to Cotton Eye Joe on repeat for a week. I might do it anyway. Sure. It's just my jam. <laughs> it's just <laughs> my jam. Yeah, um, I think you should. So we got to do a Kazo hug then. Yes, we, since tied, we tied, so now we hug. <laughs> 
All right. Well, one last thing to do on the show, and that's talk about the music we're excited for coming out this week in Shouts. We have a bite-sized Shouts this yeah. week. Um, there's one band that I played on the pod that has an album coming out, Bodega. Shouts to them. Endless Scroll. That's mm. some great punk. We were just talking about a big punk kick, yes. and they they were definitely in there, and that's an awesome album. Also, I just want to shout out and thank you because you recommended this to me, Tierra Whack. I just want to oh. shout that out because I've been listening to that like yes. crazy. Um, also, we could shout out Fog Lake because that album just came out this week, even though it wasn't on Friday. Mm. And yeah, Tierra Whack, Whack World, everyone check out that album. That's soaring to the top of my list. Yes, same here. That's in the tippy top as well for uh, for me. 15 songs, 15 minutes, rap, R&B, pop, yeah craziness so good anything you want to shout out just something you've been into uh i just got into this uh album from sydney gish which came out december 31st of 2017 but i mean the last day of 2017 i'm gonna count it as a 2018 album um it's so it's so good both those albums are super weird and awesome yes all right, well, that's going to do it for us this week. As always, head over to ghettoblastermagazine.com and check out all the great content over there. Also, you can find us on the tweets and such at Best Song Ever Pod. And our theme song is Pond Fight by the band Congress. Our buddy Aaron Quillen was so kind as to let us use that. For Ghetto Blaster Magazine, I'm Luke LeBen saying, mm, you better check your perspective. And I'm Brian LeBen reminding you, don't let the bastards grind you down. This is the best song ever. <laughs> <laughs>